This episode of the podcast is brought to you by our partner, Audible. Yes, it is. So we are partnered with Audible. That means that if you are looking just to check it out, uh, you don't want to put your card in and just take, take the dive. You can get 30 days for free on us. If you go to audibletrial.com slash J-A-T-G or click the link down below. Uh, you'll be taken there. You can sign up uh, for 30 days for free and just test it out. Like there's a lot of stuff on there that you can get for free, a lot of Audible exclusives. Uh, but what I really like about Audible is that out of the hundreds and thousands of audiobooks that they have, if you decide to purchase something, that is yours forever. Like if you decide not to carry on your subscription or you want to take a break or whatever it is, you can always go back and listen to that book whenever you want through the app on the internet. doesn't matter because it's yours. So once again, you can get that for 30 days for free on us. If you go to audibletrial.com slash J-A-T-G. Yes, we're, we are being live streamed. Welcome, welcome, boys and girls. Johnny and the Greg is streaming live into your Facebook. Um, please do your usual due diligence and share, like, subscribe. I know a lot of you guys don't hit the like button. I know a lot of you guys don't share. I'm, I'm not talking specifically to you, Marshall, because I know you do. But I mean, all those other people, because we have quite a lot of people that actually have started watching us, but nobody hits the like button. That helps okay. us. Just... I'm asking for five seconds, guys. Five seconds. Just beep. Don't beep. call out the fans like that. Beep. Man. Beep. I am going to call them out. We got to do it, man. We got to get the uh, AI overlords to, uh, <laughs> you know, accept us, put us on the stream, put us on the what's trending stream. Anyway, welcome to the show. Good to, ha- good to be back. Thank uh, I am. I'm busy lately, so I couldn't jump on this, the podcast last week. Um, I expect all of this to end before Thanksgiving. <laughs> yes. Yeah. So, um, how you being? How you be, Greg? Not bad. Not bad, but not good. Not well. Eh, yeah. Um, well, let's just week. Okay. Let's let's jump a little bit on onto what we started talking during the pregame here. Um. <laughs> I noticed that Greg's beard was getting thick. It was getting a little bit of a story behind that too. Yeah. And of course, Greg wants to, you know, grow it where he has trouble growing it. Like I would would like it to come up in here a little bit more. And it's, it's never, this is totally off my mic here. This, there's not a lot here. And like in the middle part, like the, the soul patch, so to speak. Yeah. For some reason is like a light Brown, almost red. So okay. it doesn't show up on camera very well. So I just look like I got nothing there, which makes it look very, as you said, Amish. And I that's not the look I'm going for. So just to recap, folks, Greg has hair there. You just can't see it. Yeah. yeah. On camera. Sure. Greg, if you'd like to, I could give you uh, their your address so people could come and see it. No, that's okay. Good. No, I don't, I don't need putting that out there didn't know if you'd like that or not. really don't okay. need that it's like um, squatting right. me don't do that 
All right. So Greg loves you, but he doesn't love you that much. And most of the people that are watching us right now, they know where I live anyway. So yes. you don't need you don't need to put it out there. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So um, so that brought up my weird mind into just try to be funny guy at the moment and say, well, why don't you put some, you know, bull semen on it? It'll promote growth, you know, just being a smart ass. And then I started thinking. God, that job is interesting. <laughs> like actually having to ejaculate a horse or a bull. Yeah. And not just let nature take its course. Like they don't let nature take its course anymore, do they? They actually like package it and then insert it. Correct. Yeah. Um, and how do you know that, Greg? <laughs> so I used to oh, hold on a second. I'm ha I'm having a technical difficulty real quick. <laughs> that I need to all right sounds good is AI pissed off already no no Google Chrome is pissed off ah okay so Never we have mind. AI companion on our zoom so we want to see what that has to do I think Greg knows what it's going to have to do I tend to think it's like they're watching yeah, you, you think it's watching us I, yes. I think it's just going to help me later on when I got to type in the description for the show it's uh, um hooked up to Skynet so the the thing that I I uh I worked with a guy years ago and that was his wife's job was to collect bull semen okay and then, then so bull not horse bull correct bull okay um and then to inseminate cattle like that, that i and i found out like in yes. where i used to live in watertown wisconsin one of the world's leading like bovine genetics centers is is there and it looks like a little shack with a barn behind it but they said that's it's the best collection it's the best process like whatever it is that goes into that science they were some of the best in the world so the guy was like yeah i'm like well how does she do that uh he's like well they put on a giant like rubber glove that goes up to your shoulder and then she has a syringe and she goes right in there and squeezes the syringe in that there that's to impregnate the female yeah yeah to impregnate okay. so and then for the 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 bull part yeah um i was like is it just like by hand he goes oh they have a machine that doesn't know but yeah. he's but like now yeah. now but yeah there was a time the, there was a time that like yeah. I and then maybe they do that when you're in college you're like well we're gonna teach you to do it by hand first and then in case the machine then, breaks yeah and then there's some guy going isn't there a machine for this and they're like well you can't guarantee where you're gonna work is gonna have a machine that's gonna do it and, I can totally see the professor yeah. right now it's sounding like that Greg yeah yeah yeah, yeah. So, so okay so I guess my question to that is maybe you know maybe you don't know and if anybody out there knows all comments welcome so please do that on our chat um why why do you need that why can't a bull and uh you know is a is a female bull a cow right right what, a fe heifer a heifer okay yeah so why can't a bull um, and heifer like you know go into the side of the uh or go into the barn and just well, let nature take its course and i think that could be a way if you're local enough mm -hmm. but this place is like shipping international okay oh okay Makes so sense. they're they're just like here's the collection and then they ship it off to wherever it needs to go do you know how much that pays I, she was running the place so i i and the guy 
the guy was a special ed teacher and was driving a much better car and living in a much better house than I was. So I'm going to guess it. Well, you were yeah, guessing. I'm going to, or better than, better than what I was, which is not much, but All right. still. All right. Look, I understand the point of it. I mean, if we're all taking the kidding aside, I understand the point of it. I just, I guess, yeah, if you're right, if I have a heifer in Montana and I hear mm-hmm. the best bull is in Wisconsin, then I guess yep. that's going to have to happen. I understand. Okay. There there was an episode, Larry the Cable Guy. Remember him, the stand-up yeah. comedian, voice yeah. of Mater from Cars? He had a show where he was just like traveling around America and doing stuff. I, I don't remember what the show was called. But he did that. Like they brought him to a place that, and maybe it was in Wisconsin because he had a show in Wisconsin. Um, they took him to a place where they're like, "Here's what you're going to do," and he had to inseminate a cow. And yeah, Isn't that a just, dirty jobs too. Wasn't that a Mike Rowe probably, dirty jobs been. thing? Could have been. Um, because I can see that. Okay. Turn mute that. I don't want to hear my own. Yeah, isn't that a dirty jobs too? Sorry. Wasn't that a micro? <laughs> I don't it's know why still, it's still on. Stop it, John. Your word is full of uh full of fun <laughs> stuff tonight, aren't we? Yeah, we're all crazy. All right. Um, Greg, did you watch yeah. Loki? Yeah, all did you it. watch all of Loki? Sure did. Okay, not to spoil it. I thought it was okay. damn good. What are your thoughts? It, it was amazing. Like, thank you. Yes. Like it was the exact ending i think that for any marvel character so far yeah that's the best ending like that was the the sign off of a character if if there has been other sign offs right i loved it yeah i loved it too i uh and it deals with time travel and things of that nature and what's funny is ursula loves it and she can't follow she she had a hard time following back to the future part two Okay. okay. So when it comes to when it comes to time travel stuff, she gets lost. And okay. for some reason she knew exactly what was going on this whole time. So uh so I think the fact that did, whoever wrote this, congratulations, mm-hmm. you got my wife hooked on it. She loved it. She wants part she wants like a season 3 and I'm like, I don't think they're going to do that. It's kind of all sewn up. They sewed it yeah, up. No, they're they're done. Uh, yeah. Tom Hiddleston said this was the ending that he wanted as a character. So okay, so no more Loki. No, he's busy he holding the multiverse together. So okay, well you ruined it. Um, not not really. <clears throat> you sure? No, I mean, <laughs> I hope not. But uh, I, lo- okay, I like right. I like Since the full circle the out of the bag. I think that's that's perfect because. I love it how they they tied everything back to like if you were to rewatch it knowing what you know now and you he wants a throne and his he has glorious purpose you know he's yeah. burdened with glorious purpose it's like it all comes together it's perfect it does it really yeah. does and yeah. I think they tied it back into a little bit of the original Norse mythology even like the the non Marvel Norse mythology okay. um because uh at the end <laughs> in in the actual mythology and there's there's many different mythologies where loki ends up you know things like that after ragnarok and all that other things um he's chained to the roots of the world tree which is idrisil 
Right. And and the world serpent is torturing him by dripping poison into his eyes. That's that's how okay. in in the actual Norse mythology Loki ends up. And you can kind of see where they played with that a little bit. Yep. Um so I I yeah, I I thought it was a great ending. I think Tom Hiddleston should be nominated at least for an Emmy uh for his performance in that episode and really kind of throughout the season. I I think the first season I struggled with a little bit. Oh, did you? Um, I did. Yeah. I mean, it was good, but I, at the same time, I'm like, where exactly are we headed with this? Are we just trying to introduce Kang? Is is that it? Um, and the way they brought everything together in the second season, I was like, that was fantastic. Like, yeah. there wasn't a single episode I would have dropped. I so. agree. I agree. It was all. It was all very good. And in fact, there were certain ones where I thought, "Oh, I see where this is going." I don't think. I. I think I'm going to be bored here, and I wasn't. So. Yeah. I thought they did a really, really good job. So, <clears throat> excuse me. So, if you guys have not seen Loki season one or season two, look. Mm-hmm. Uh, give definitely it's a watch. I know Marvel's going down a down slope right now. Um, I know the Marvels came out and it did really bad. I haven't seen it. Did you By see com- I did, yeah. By comparison to other Marvel films, it did bad. I enjoyed it. Is okay. it the best Marvel film? No. Um, the the three main leads, yes. Captain Marvel, Miss Marvel, and Monica Rambo, who I'm just going to call Photon because that's her name in the comics. Right. Um, the, the three of them had amazing chemistry. Oh, good. Uh, uh, is it Myla... Uh, I can't remember her name off the top of my head. Whoever is Khan, the girl that plays well, Kamala Khan. Yeah, the girl who plays Kamala Khan. Right. She's adorable. I mean, just absolutely like embodying that character and the starstruckness that you have and the kind of a little bit of the what happens when you eventually meet your heroes in, yes. in, in this uh, particular film. And it was great. I mean, yeah. the three of them really made it work. The villain and like the the story arc, the threat. The, yeah, the threat reminds me a little bit of like it would have been like a three to four issue story arc in a comic in like the early 2000s, or late 90s. Like okay. it wasn't wasn't world breaking. Like, you know, the good guys are going to win like they're, you know, but the consequences of what happens in the film and like the first cut or after credit scene. Yeah, is huge. So, um, OK, yeah, I I walked away happy that i spent my money to go see it okay great and, and that awesome. was and the whole family did too they're like nope this was good okay so i think okay so i guess what i was trying to tell everybody out there that hasn't that's not willing to go see these movies because you've been disappointed lately with uh yeah any, i would with, I with most with most of the things after Endgame, there were there are some highlights but most of them have been underwhelming Sounds like Greg's saying, "Go see the Marvels." Are they are they yeah. picking back up? Are they revving back up? You think? Um, yes, okay. I would say that the 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 trajectory that Marvel Marvel as a company is at now, yeah. yeah, they're headed into some really big stuff. What they can't do is sit on anything for too long. Like they got to get going. Okay. Um, box office over the weekend, domestic forty five, right? Uh, or global was 110 million. Yeah, that's not good. Not not for a Marvel film. I yeah, mean, no, but for no. anything else, you know. Yeah. 
it, it's fine. I mean, it, it's going to depend on how, how, what the staying power is. Like, will people go see it after they hear other people say, oh, no, it's not bad. And then they'll go like, okay, well, I'll go check it out. Yeah. I guess that's, you're hearing it from Johnny and the Greg guys or you know, la- ladies and gentlemen, go see it. If, if Gwen was a Captain Marvel fan, she should totally watch this film. Okay. Like, like that's, she's not, but okay. Okay. But that would be it. Yeah. Um, and you know, they got, they got Deadpool coming up next year. Yeah. I mean, that, that's going to be a big get. Yeah. It, it, it feels like they're ramping up. The multiverse thing, the things that we've been waiting for for yes. a long time, yeah, are starting to happen. Yeah, I think so too. I think um, there there have been some interesting things that I've heard, so I'm not going to say any of them because I don't know how it's going to go. Um, I would like to see how they tie up Kang. I would like to see that. Yeah, I don't know how they're going to do that. Yeah, um, I would like to see them tie that up. I would like to see. A situation down the line where a certain sorcerer is talking to a certain god, god that is, you know, kind of holding on to all the strings of the universe. If you oh, catch my yeah. drift, yeah, I'd like to see uh, a situation like that. I think that'd be interesting, but we'll see where it goes. But yeah, I would, so I, I um, heard I was a happy rumor we were going to get a Fantastic Four casting report, but I don't. We think... are tomorrow. That's tomorrow. Okay. Yeah. I thought I thought it was going to be over the weekend, but maybe tomorrow. Then yeah, okay, we'll see. Somebody scared me because I thought it was real. They said uh, the you know the casting is the four people from It's Always Sunny in Philly, and I was like, no, don't do this. But it's not. It's not. Anywho, anywho. Um, so I sent something to you. You probably already knew about it, but I wanted to talk more about it with you. Um, first and foremost, thank God, everybody, the actor strike is over. People are going to start getting entertained again. So um, that's always good. Any thoughts on that, Greg? How you feel? How uh, you- happy it's over. I mean, happy it's over. I agree. What's, what's going to happen is like everybody's expecting, okay, back to work right now. It's like, no, I mean, there's still a bit of ramp up that needs to happen. I think some things, some things that were already being made are going to be able to go back and be finished. Right. Um. The uh the, the Beetlejuice sequel, Beetlejuice 2. I heard they had like a week left in photography when this oh, okay. happened. So like they can jump back in yeah. and and like finish it up pretty quick, I would think. Um, but other projects that like like the Fantastic Four or the you know, things like that were like production stopped, writing stopped. So it's going to take a little bit for them to be rev it up again, rev it up to get in front of the camera and start shooting this stuff. So, yeah. So ho- hopefully they can get it done quick. Hopefully we'll get we'll get some movies in twenty twenty four that weren't just pushbacks from twenty twenty three, right? Um, because like there's not going to be a lot that's going to be ready to go that's without true. without them cutting corners and rushing things, and that is that is going to be rough if that's the case, like. Like special effects departments are going to get slammed with work if they're yeah. trying to push <laughs> yeah, that's true. And they were already slammed. Yeah. So um, speaking of that, the actor strike is movies are going to start coming. I sent you James Gunn dropped when Superman is going to be released. Mm-hmm. For those of you that do not know, that is July 11th of 2025. And you said something. I forgot what you said back to me. What was your thought when I sent that to you? 
exactly what I just talked about. Like, I hope. Oh, it's not rushed. That's right. With that date. I mean, it's a roughly a year and a half yeah. out. Um, which I think when you when you hear about, you know, big Marvel films or even with the DC films, it's usually like a two year process. Mm-hmm. For, so I and I don't know how much they had already done before that writers and actors strike started. Right. James Gunn is writing it. So right. to me, like, was he was he writing during the writer strike because he's the director and the script writer? I don't see why he wouldn't so, be in the privacy of his own home. Yeah, I mean, and if that's the case, then you go okay. You know, I don't know how that fits with right. some of the actor stri- or writer strike people, but. Um, I just hope that they don't rush it. I hope that that they don't cut those corners. I mean, because it's, I mean, it's a Superman film, so it's one of those things where there's a lot of expectations. You know, it's got to be, it's got to be top tier, or else the internet's going to lose its shit. So, what they need to do, um, in my opinion, is make Superman cool again. Oh, absolutely. Make him cool yeah. again. Make him make people. Like there's something about Spider-Man in any iteration that I've ever seen on screen or on cartoons. They always get the they always get it that it's kind of cool. Like yeah, he's cool. Um, yeah. Speaking of that, uh, my daughter's all about the Spider Verse, so she's that's all she cares about. Okay, because you were saying like if she's into Marvel, she's not into Captain Marvel yet. She's into Spider Verse stuff anyway. Well, and that's a good point because. Um, the end of the spider verse or the sequel for multiverse of men no whatever no. what is it the uh the, in across the spider verse yeah the first the one's into the spider verse the second one's across it right the spider yeah across the spider verse yeah. so whatever they're going to call the third movie <laughs> yes and that was supposed to come out in march right but but they didn't because the voice actors went on strike right so are they going to try to push that through and have it i mean i don't think they can make a march release date anymore no i think what's been good about those is they they've they've taken their time i think that's what's good about those Mm -hmm. they've actually really taken their time with the animation and you know getting it down and so but um but yeah anyway uh i don't think i think since we know james gunn I'm not, I don't know all of every movie he's ever made, but I'm just, I usually pay attention to the Marvel ones he's put out. Uh-huh. I never feel like he rushed one. No. Um. So what I'm saying is, I guess in, in James Gunn, I I trust. In, in terms in James of, Gunn, we trust? Yeah, I don't feel he's going to push it because there is so much riding on the first DC movie to come out that is a yeah. James Gunn-centric universe movie. Right. Like it's his big one. You know, and it's it's going to set the tone for everything. And so I really think he understands the responsibility of that. And so mm-hmm. I don't think it's going to be rushed. So he he did a couple of podcasts right around the time all that got announced. And so the podcast, people were like, where are you going with this? What are you going to do? He's like, well, obviously, I can't divulge too much. Yes, but he, he really he really <laughs> <laughs> he could have. Um, He really divulged a lot of his love for the characters. I mean, it. it it would be like if you and I were filmmakers and but like, that's the gravitas that he's bringing to right. this, his entire position right now as head of DC. Yeah. Um, DC films. So yeah, I trust him, 
the the whole Snyderverse and kind of this post Snyderverse stuff that we've been getting, yeah, is it just smacks of uh, corporate like film corporate executive meddling. Yeah, absolutely. And, which is why they haven't been good. So correct, correct. I agree. So we'll see. We'll see. I mean, I'm. I'm still hoping that Aquaman is at least decent. Um, but there's so so many rumors of that floating around now. That's like, yeah, you know, no one's going to go see it. I mean, that's just, it's going to be right. Me You're right. Me. You're right. Um, you just brought up an interesting thing. I want to attack a little bit. You said um, it's like, if you and me were like starting a film franchise, yeah. if, if we had Hollywood clout, yes, made, main movies right now what i would like to do is create an entire dungeons and dragons universe i would okay. love to do that i think that'd be fun it would be i mean they've got a cast of characters that i mean you could do drizzed and uh yep you know his his group of people yeah um dragon lance you could do that and that group of people i mean there's a lot out there you could play with it's um, it's almost it's it's an infinite number yeah like the, you know i mean and i'm just going based off of the novels and like the legendary characters that they created throughout the years now that's funny what you're doing with that i'm going off of what we've created yeah like just having care you know people these are the characters we created and yes and here we go and then yeah that's what i would do but it, it would be interesting like critical role they could make a movie out of oh yeah they out of their could. like a live action movie out of their adventures yep yep and I don't, I don't know maybe that's in the works but i'm sure it's in the work i'm sure if it's not in the works now it some, could be yeah I think what Marvel did when they did this whole thing, they opened up the doors to possibilities of a thousand things. And I think so many people in the beginning were so rushed to do it mm -hmm. that they didn't just take their time with it. Like um, the dark universe from universal. Yeah, the, yeah. God, they rushed into that so damn fast. And then they realized they didn't have directors. They didn't have writers. They didn't have, they didn't have know. a plan yeah. and here. And here's what no one else is doing. And, and now DC has finally caught on is, when Marvel did it, Kevin Feige was over the whole thing. Yep. Like it, it was, it was his brainchild that someone just said, okay, you're going to be our guy. Yep. And, and like, even with the first Iron Man film, Feige was in there, even though it was, uh, John, um, Favreau, Favreau that got all the credit for Iron Man. Feige was in the background. He's like, well, here's what we want to do. Here's, I mean, he was kind of directing Favreau because he's like, we're eventually, if this hits, yeah, here here's our progression, right? And no one ever saw that until later, until right. like they they announced, you know, Captain America: First Avenger and stuff like that. They're like, <laughs> yeah, because they had like a czar over the whole thing, yeah, that was controlling right. it. And DC didn't have that. They tried to do it with Schneider, but then that was your writer director guy doing it all, doing all of it, uh -huh. and then that was that didn't work. They should right. have had a czar in the background. He's like, no, I'm the producer. I'll move all the chess pieces around to make sure it, it connects. I agree. Yeah. So I don't know. I'm still seeing stuff online about, you know, the save the Snyder verse people and all that. I'm like, guys, let it go. It's oh, yeah. That, you got to let that go. It's yeah. never happening. It's never coming back. Yeah. 
Or you know what? And even that, Snyder moved on. Snyder's on the Rebel Moon or something now. He is. He's doing his own thing now. He he he's on the. I was told I can make a Star Wars film, and then they took it away from me. So now I'm going to do it on my own. Cool, man. That's what I want to see. And it really is what I want. Take these, you know, directors or filmmakers, whatever. You've got your own ideas. Go make them. Yeah, I agree with you. You don't have to sign up for these existing, you know. Who would even want that pressure? How much fun? Like what? I don't know what Rebel Moon is. I don't know if it's based off a comic book, if it's based off a book, or if it's just him. It is just him. To me, there's nothing better than that. Then you don't have anything to structurally that you have to incorporate into your vision it is just your vision that's it i mean i tell you one of the best movies i've seen this year was the creator that came out a couple months ago yeah i want to see that you were talking completely original intellectual property and it was it was captivating it was moving i mean and it is a a self-contained film like if they do more films in that universe i i don't know why they would do that but it was a great movie a great piece of science fiction you're like that's what we need more of out of hollywood right now instead of everybody trying to create a franchise yeah yeah i agree with you i agree you know what's strange greg what's that john johnny's strange news that's what's strange oh Oh, is that what we're doing oh we're doing that and i it's a perfect time i'm sure a lot of people have heard of this i thought this was hilarious and it scared the shit out of me at the same time um so we're talking about ai do you know who else shares my my like worry of AI? Our own president. <laughs> did you okay. pick, did you hear about this? No. President but... Biden apparently got scared of AI after watching the new Mission Impossible movie. Folks, keep him away from Terminator. Don't let him watch that movie. That'll scare yeah. the shit out of him. But I guess um it's literally earlier this week, U.S. President Joe Biden signed a sweeping executive order on artificial intelligence, setting up new directives to keep humanity safe from a number of dystopian doomsday scenarios. Can you do me a favor, Greg? Can you put on the Terminator 2 soundtrack while I read this article? Sure, I could try. <laughs> and now to a recent PBS interview with Deputy White House Chief of Staff Bruce Reed, we've gotten a glimpse of what may have inspired the 80-year-old to sign the new order. <laughs> According to Reed, Beaton caught up with the latest Hollywood action blockbuster Mission Impossible Dead Reckoning Part 1 at the President's Camp David Country Retreat earlier this year. And against all odds, the grossly exaggerated depiction of AI seemed to have struck a nerve with the aging president. It's too late, Greg. I already done reading. You tried. I appreciate it. Am I sharing my entire screen? I am. (laughs) You are. Yeah, don't worry about it. Anyway, I just thought that was hilarious that our president, instead of like, I don't know, talking to his cabinet yeah can you just imagine imagine the president right sitting at camp david he has his little cocoa he's sitting there all snug as a bug watching this and he goes picks up the phone um whoever his assistant is can you get whoever's on the phone like we got a problem here (laughs) after watching mission impossible (laughs) that's that is an issue yeah that is a big issue if our president is being um carried away by a a fictitious movie so keep him away from every other ai movie because like eagle eye that's a scary one um see and that's that's more likely than i think just robots 
right taking over taking over well i just actually i just saw it on instagram i don't know how true it is but it's that i think you've seen it they have the the robot slime that can like go into your body and like remove like a remove like like basically do surgery in you without opening you up they would just okay slime and it can and it would go you haven't seen this i have not seen that oh i'll send it to you i'm not gonna fiddle with it now but i've seen it and i didn't i was like that's a little creepy too that's weird so but anyway i just thought that was funny that's part of it did you hear the other strange news that i've looked up this is kind of crazy too and i think um You'll know where I'm going with this when you when uh, a Jeff Goldblum quote popped in my head after I heard this at okay. the Brookfield Zoo. OK, a female shark gave birth when she never met a male shark. That's right, Greg. Life found a way, I, I guess. Brook- yeah, um, like Brook- Brookfield. Where's the Brookfield Zoo? Uh, Illinois. OK. So it says, for non-fans of the catchy tune of Baby Shark, that might sound like a dream. For real life, Mommy Shark in Illinois, it's reality. She produced a baby without a daddy shark. And um, Okay. Yeah. Isn't that crazy? Yes. uh, That is crazy. Yeah. You would almost say it's strange news, Greg. Brought to you by Johnny of the Greg, streaming live on Facebook right now. Any any scientific uh theories on how that happened okay well there's a lot of big words greg that you know i'm not skilled that's very true um there is a the epaulet shark pup hatched this summer at brookfield zoo just west of chicago its mother had been in the zoo since 2019 in that time she's never shared a tank with a male okay it's a rare case of you know, here we go, Greg. <laughs> Parthenogenesis. Okay. A type of asexual reproduction according to the zoo. So basically it was it's the whole thing from uh Jurassic Park. The females found a oh, way. Yeah. Yeah. They found a way. Beginning in 2022, the adult female shark began laying two to four typical infertile eggs each month. The zoo said in a news release, one of those eggs was fertile. The following a five month incubation, the pup hatched and has been behind the scenes being monitored by staff. That's fucking insane. Parthenogenesis is an asexual reproduction in which a female can produce an embryo without a fer- without fertilizing an egg. With sperm in Greek, it means virgin creation occurs naturally in some jawed vertebrates, such as the whooptail lizard, but in mammal in mammals, it is an unnatural event. So, so it can happen to every almost just, anything else except the mammal. So, well, it, it has been observed in other reptilian, yeah, and other forms of life, but not in humans. If you were to tell me that a shark yeah, is somehow a... related to some sort of down the line reptilian i i would believe that i don't think that's where this is going i'm just saying i would believe that yeah, are you is. looking that up is that why oh, yeah, I mean, yeah it's, I'm, I'm on the npr i think i blew greg's mind actually 
No daddy shark in sight. Zoo greets cute shark pup after apparent parathogenesis. Isn't that crazy? That is nuts. Yeah, that is crazy. That is Johnny's strange news of the day, folks, or of the week, 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 week. Oh, it's a tiny shark. It's not like a full. It doesn't matter, man. No, 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 no. I think it does, actually, scientifically. I think it does matter. Why does Um, it matter? Because it means it's a simpler life form than oh okay like a great white complex okay yeah um it's simpler i mean it's still pretty fucking complex but yeah um you can see god up there in the heavens going oh simple huh greg that was simple huh yeah that's exactly (laughs) we'll see you do it um (laughs) just so you know it's as cute as a button yeah yeah it's 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 uh so I think that was cool. I thought that was cool. And so that I was very cool. You guys, strange news by Johnny and the Greg. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. All right. How well, you been, bud? <laughs> been okay. Yeah. I think you're as good it's, as my bears right now. How's that feel? It's, oh, football wise. Yeah. yeah how's that feel? Oof, that's rough. Yeah. It, it's, it's, <laughs> I, I think certainly in the state of Wisconsin, we have forgotten the phrase rebuilding year. Like it's it's not something that's been in our vocabulary for 30 years. Quite some time. No. And, and now that we're there and that is <laughs> rebuilding year, like like even even the old timers that were around when we were absolutely terrible. Yeah. They they have since forgotten and yeah i was gonna say i think winning for 30 years yeah like i think that that would spoil anybody that's literally like giving somebody for 30 years you get to eat and now you have to go hunt for your food and you're like wait what huh yeah well did you watch that did you watch any of the game i don't know i didn't i just um i actually just read a twitter account look i i follow bears twitter and that's the only reason i'm on twitter but i following bears twitter and one guy says haha now green bay knows what we've been struggling with and what the rest of the nfl has been struggling with for years and i thought oh they must not be doing well so i just checked in to look and you hung with them we did we did play right it was the very last play like and again and even before that there would have been the pick he threw it was in the end zone it was tipped i mean just one of those yeah. Everybody's like, that is pure. Like, you trained for that. That's athleticism. I'm like, that's fucking luck, is what it is. I mean, for what a tip, it was a tipped ball, like, went up for pass. Like, it was very well defended. I will say that it was a okay. very well defended play. Defender tipped it. And while it's still in the air, here comes one of the other defenders who didn't have a guy there, like, in some kind of zone. He wasn't one on one with anybody, which means he was free to zip over, catch the ball. Oh, and then a tip run drill. around the end zone. So it was a tip drill. Yeah. And, and it's like, but even on a tip drill, that's a lot of luck. Oh, and, no. Yeah. Yeah. It has to, it has to go this, this, uh, that, that way. Yep. And, yeah. and so, but that wasn't the end of the game. That was, that would have been the touchdown pass. And then there was another possession, a three and out for Pittsburgh. Actually, no, they marched on the field pretty far, but then eventually had we the got pun. the ball. Okay. Had a couple great passes some weird penalty stuff happening about who's going where and blah, blah, blah. But I mean, we were definitely in field goal range, Yeah, but they needed a touchdown to win. Um, And like the pass, 
the fat the last pass you could see where he was going it was it was a you know the defender did well on the ball but it was like and i didn't i didn't watch the whole game i came in at the half pretty much like beginning of the third quarter it's the same thing it's like okay hitting people in the hands waiting too long in the pocket you know a lot of throwaway passes it's it's a rebuilding year you're like oh if he, if he would have seen that or oh man if if he would have stepped this way instead of that way or right. you know get get better on the fake handoff or on the bootleg or there was a trick play that would have really worked well where it was a handoff and then you know the running back that handed did a switch back pass to another guy you know but he, he hit the guy in the hands guy dropped it and you're like ah uh, okay guys i mean that's yeah yeah well you have don't you have one of the youngest teams in the league i think we do like i i haven't checked especially that, on offense right the, those kind of stats i'm not checking into okay. like how yeah. old is our team compared well, i'm just to saying other... when you have the youngest team they're bound to make mistakes it is a very young team and this is like this is you know it's the reason rogers left he didn't want to work with young players to try yeah. to build them up and right you know he wasn't interested in right. that and i guess i kind of get it but oh i i think know. i get that in a in a so, in a selfish way i get that yeah so but that, that's what we're dealing with. So is it going to be a shitty year this year? Yeah, let's just take, you know, take our wins where we can get them, get a de- decent draft pick, I guess. But even, I don't, I don't think we're out of the playoffs yet. I mean, mathematically, you play people. Mathematically, I don't, I don't believe, I don't believe the Bears are. I mean, we are out of it, but mathematically. Yeah. You're when you're looking at like, yeah, it's like yeah. if these guys lose this game and we lose, because yeah. like the, in the division, are we two and one or two and oh or whatever? Yeah, I don't know. So you're I mean, the record overall looks bad, but they're still like they got a chance at the wild card. I'm like, okay. I mean, that'd be a one and done, I think, in the playoffs. Yeah, it's but... it's almost one of those situations where it's like, do you really want to go into the wild card with this team? Do you really want to yeah, I don't know. I mean, would it be a hell of a Cinderella story if they make it into the wild card playoff game and go all the way to the Super Bowl? Yeah, that'd be amazing. But... Well, yeah. Anytime you can pull your ass out of the ashes and go all the way to the Super Bowl, that's a hell yeah. of a story. But yeah. So, anyway. I mean, there's a lot of built in my mostly untrained eye. Like, I'm not trying to say that I know more about football than any other dude. Um, I know less than most other dudes. To me, there still looks like there's building blocks there that you're like, okay, there is no like for the Packers. I don't think there is an off season. Like after after this season is over, there is no off season. You're working your ass off. Oh yeah, I don't think it's how it used to be anymore. I think that I think you're right, Greg. I think it's it is it's it's three sixty five. It's yeah. I mean, like you know, take a vacation. Go go nurse your bruises yeah. and, and get get healthy and and you know. Well, do I, I, I'm sorry, I meant the game. front office and the coaches. They don't get. Oh no, they don't. But I'm talking about the players. Like yes, okay. Then then the idea of like, well, you know, you live in Green Bay during the season, but in the off season, you're back in Alabama or or Colorado or wherever you you know yes, call yes. home. To me, that would be like. You can go spend a little bit of time there, but then you're going to be back in Green Bay in our training facilities, and we're going to work like this. Yeah. You, this is where you get better, yeah, or yeah. or something like that. I don't know how it's going to fucking work, but there's a lot there. I, I I think there's a lot there. I'm not soured on Jordan Love at all. 
Um, he, I, he, I, I haven't watched enough of him to even come up with an opinion, so I'm not going to. I'm so I've been so locked into the Bears that I have no idea. I I know how everybody else is doing, but I am not who's good, who's not in terms it's, of he makes some of the same mistakes as Fields, but he makes them like where Fields hangs out in the pocket way too long. You know, Love does too, but he's not in there as long. Does that make sense? It does. Um I think if you okay I know Jordan Love's what been in the league for three years. This is fourth year. I think so. Yeah. Right. Okay. He has three years. He's been in the league, but he's almost had zero to none playing experience. So I'm giving him the benefit of the doubt of like, you don't like you had, you've never played like, but fields has been there for three years. So yeah, that dude, come on. Well, you gotta, you gotta do it. And again, for for fields he doesn't have three years of experience he's got one year of experience repeated three times which to me is not no that's same. not true what you do don't mean? think so what do you mean I, because he's making the like you said a couple of shows ago he's making the same mistakes that he was in year one yes like he, he's not growing and developing correct okay he's got one year of experience that he's just multiplied by three got it okay so it's still okay. year one for him okay i see what you're he's got to grow and develop where i don't know I guess I don't know if that's going to be Love's thing where like if next year he's making the same mistakes and it's just a repeat of this year, then you go, okay, what what's happening here? Why is he not developing? But if next year he's getting better, then you go, yeah. okay, he's getting better. Have you watched every Green Bay Packer game? Not this year, no. Okay. I've watched most of them. I think I've missed. Do you think like, he's gotten better or do you think he's the same or do you think he's regressing? Like I don't think it. I don't think he's regressing. Okay. And again, I'm the mistakes that I'm seeing are not his mistakes. The mistakes okay. that I'm catching, and that's because I just don't watch the quarterbacks as closely as some other people. Yeah. The mistakes that I'm catching are one, some lineman mistakes, uh, both offense and defense. And then like he's hitting receivers in the hands. And they're like, dropping. Low, and they're dropping. Uh, so that's I see a lot of that. And okay. I'm like, why aren't we catching the ball guys? You're professional football players. Yeah. Like, like, like I've, I've seen high school kids that look like they're under the same amount of pressure with a guy up in their grill yeah. and they're pulling down passes. Why aren't you? Well, yeah, you see it in college. You see it. Yeah. It's just, it's funny. Good. It's the separation between the NFL. Honestly, it's ridiculous. Mm-hmm. It's, it's, it's so razor thin. It really is. It's the difference between good is the difference between guys catching those balls and guys not. That's it. Yeah. That's yeah. the difference, you know, and how consistently do the good teams make the plays versus the bad teams don't make the plays. And that's the only difference. If that, I mean, that sounds so rudimentally like, well, of course, but what I mean by that is there, there is that rule on every given Sunday, you're going to get you could get beat by a team you have no reason, no business yep. losing to. And I think Belichick said it best that more teams, more teams figure out a way to lose than they actually figure out a way to win mm-hmm. in this league. And I think that's, that's what's and going that on. Was the, that was the Packers last and year. And I think if you have a great transcending quarterback, he can erase mistakes like that. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. that's definitely... so. 
the last I'd say three years in Green Bay, maybe four. I I would talk to people and the the quote that was very much predominant was yes, the Packers can beat anybody. Like whoever they go up against, they can beat them. Yeah. But they usually find a way to lose to everybody. Yeah. I mean, and that, I mean, not that their record was all losses, but those big games where you're like, we should have won that. And yeah. we looked like absolute crap. And it's yeah. like, because they could find a way to lose. Yeah. The way though, speaking from a Bears fan, what I want right now is just us not to beat ourselves. I don't even care if we win or lose. Just don't yeah. beat ourselves. <laughs> that's, no. that's where I'm at as a Bear fan. I'm like, just let's, Let's go out there and try. And and yeah. we've done it three times. And mm-hmm. three times we've won. And so I've just like, just can we consistently not make mistakes? Which, by the way, you have one more win this season than you thought you were going to have at the beginning of the season. I did. You, thought, you I did. thought you'd win two, and now you've won three. You know what's funny about the NFL is um, our friend, Tosh, he uh, his team was doing horrible in the beginning, the Vikings. Yeah. And they've... He texted me when they were like one and four and he found out that his best player was out and he was telling me, he goes, just tank, fuck this season, forget it. <laughs> and I was like, doing pretty good. Give it time, buddy. You still got a lot of players. You just yeah. losing one player and they've been, they've been actually doing outstanding. They've I, think, really I think they have a really good coaching staff. I, I'm really glad I watched the quarterback show on netflix yeah it, it helped erase some of my vitriol for yeah. for the vikings where I yeah was just I, like, I feel really bad for kirk cousins like that yeah. that was a bad one but anyway it is what it is man it's the game mm-hmm. all right craig let's get some poly jammery going okay um well this week i picked um a guy by the name, and I don't know if I'm saying this right, Mingo Fishtrap is his name. Um, I'm gonna let me type that in the chat for anybody of our listeners that want. Do to we have any chat? Him. By the way, anybody chatting with us? Uh, not really, not tonight. Nobody cares. Nobody cares today. Kurt was on here for a little bit, but I don't know if he still is. Um, he did say that he met, he skipped the. Packer game all together because deer hunting up here starts next week and he was ah, got to get out there so uh mingo first trap this is a guy that i found mm, a couple of years ago i would say and he's got like a real new orleans funk kind of sound um i like him a lot i know he's done a lot of like i don't know if he's been on austin city limits but if he hasn't he should have been he would he fits in well in that austin music scene Okay. And yeah, let me just his number one song on here is Things Ain't What They Was. Preach it. Preach it, man. We did not have the time to find us. Oh, and down below the ground, we sat and watched that virgin Mary candle burn. I like it. I, his sound is i like it it's soothing yeah it's great background music if you're just working in the office or if you're driving and just want to jam out by yourself yeah i, I like this guy a little bit of blues a little bit of yeah he, get, he brings in some horns i like it a lot 
he's a lot of fun. And like through COVID, he was putting on a lot of uh, like live shows, like uh, Facebook live shows because they couldn't perform anymore. Yeah. And he was just, I mean, he was just really cool. Like the last album they put out was 2014. Um, I'm pretty sure they're still around, although I think I'm going to look something up here because uh, he was fighting some sickness. Oh, wow. And I hope I don't just look him up and find out like he died or something like that. That'd be terrible. Um, okay, so they are based out of Austin. Uh, is this so the song you're playing right now? Is this is this kind of you said the Austin scene? Is this kind of the music? Yeah, that's yeah. There? I mean, Austin is a big music city, so you can find anything in yeah. Austin. Like the well, first time I went to Austin, we were down on Sixth Street, and there was a like a country bar which you figured something was country and then it was a rockabilly bar and then there was just like a dance club and then there was a guy playing hard rock and it was and then just like singer songwriter like just like a dude with a guitar and it was just really cool i mean it was very chill and everything in austin is mostly no cover because that's how they just roll down there yeah uh, and it was it was easy to just kind of walk all open air bars so you just walk Walk down 6th Street. Hey, that sounds pretty cool. Let's go in there. Go in there. Have a couple drinks. Let's move on to another one. And then you go down and uh, you walk by a bar and you're like, mm, not for me. Just keep on walking. And everybody's just really cool about it. They that are sounds, still sounds fun. They are still playing. Here's uh, So here's a video that they posted on their Facebook page on October 29th. Uh, if you guys want to see this, for those of you that are just listening to us in audio form on podcasts, uh, you can find us on YouTube at Johnny and the Greg podcast. I know it's 1120 in the morning. There you go. Yeah. Sorry. That's our point. But yeah, check us out on uh, YouTube. Morning. Hey! I'm here to give you fair warning. I don't want nobody getting hostile. Hold on. I like it. I like it, G. Yeah. That was good. I like it. He yeah, seems kind of like a cool guy. I didn't see he he's got a mustache growing, it looks like. Either that or he dyed that baby. Because that, no, that's that a is thick dark. black. Thick black stash, yeah. Yeah, that's a thick black stash. <laughs> <laughs> so, so that is that's polyjamory for this week. Mingu fish trap. Go ahead and check them out on wherever you find your music and have a good time with it. Brought to you by Johnny and the Greg, where unusual music can be found here, thanks to the Greg. Yeah, I'm gonna have to come up with something a little weird next time. I think I'm gonna I'm gonna dip in and, and dip find. in. All right. Yep, I'm going to dip in and make because you here's a story about how Johnny discovered my polyjamory is okay. One one night we were we met up with our friend Aaron, who we've talked about on the show. He was like the third of our college friends. And so we're at Aaron's house and it's just the three of us drinking and playing wee bowling. Like just oh yeah. We were just doing that. Um and we were getting pretty lit. 
playing Wii Bowling. Too, and, too stupid competitive with it, too. Yeah, we were. <laughs> and like, I, I, CDs were still a thing. So I brought in like the CD wallet from the car. Yeah. And I had burned a mix of like just different stuff. And you were like, this is awesome. And it started out with like, I think the new Kanye album was on there. And then yeah. it had some, a little bit of hard rock, Foo Fighters kind of stuff. And then it went into like my acapella mix. And your face all of a sudden just went. <laughs> yeah, probably. Like I like I farted in your face. That was the look you probably, had. Probably. Just like, what is wrong with you? And I'm like, what? I like what I like. Yeah. Um, I remember also a couple of times having to you having me to drive me somewhere, wherever. I got in your car. And uh, you know, and that was like you said, back in the day, you had the wallet. And not only did you have the yeah. wallet of CDs, you had the actual cases they came in but they were like shoved in the glove compartment or they're oh, on yeah. the side panel or they're yep. in the door right so i'm looking through these and i'm I'm hitting like nine inch nails and I, i'm giving examples here all right this isn't what i actually found but it, this is correct there. it would be like nine inch nails flash gordon soundtrack beauty right. and the beast soundtrack yes <laughs> i was like what like what are we doing here what's going on yeah. this is like and some of them i was like okay like like look i i will tell anybody i love the original disney's 1990 version beauty and the beast i sing that shit all the time i me and my daughter love that like mm -hmm. even my wife we dig it so when i saw that i was like well i like that one i mean that, that makes sense <laughs> it's just weird that it's mixed in with like metallica nine inch nails and yep. smashing pumpkins and then all of a sudden you got disney but and then i but then i throw in like ska bands that you had never heard of right or, and then there would like be the like acapella bands or like other danny, things that... danny elfman beetlejuice just the soundtrack yeah. and i was like what the like this is but why this is like, why there's there's so much it's like a multiverse of stuff i don't yeah. know what to do here <laughs> oh yeah no. kurt just brought up the newsy soundtrack i i rocked that newsy soundtrack pretty hard pretty oh i don't remember that i yeah. don't yeah i don't remember news you're lucky i didn't grab that because just as a guy not knowing any better i want if i were to find you with newsies now i could give two shits but if i were to find that in there it was almost like this open invitation to make fun of you at that time. oh yeah 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 that would have been yeah so uh, along those same lines i when i was in college i had a tutoring job and it was in like then one of the towns close by whitewater is Fort yeah. Atkinson, and it was a high school kid um, one of my professors kind of came to me and said, Hey, my friend's son is struggling. I think you two would connect. Are you open for a tutoring position? And I was like, sure. What's it pay? She's like, whatever you want to charge at this point. I'm like, yeah, I'm, I'm game. I it's, hate that by the way. Oh, you don't. I, well, and I, I, I talked to her. I was like, what do we, what do we, what do we charge here? And like, yeah, okay. she's like, she, cause she knew. She's like, well, tutors usually cost like 70 to 80 an hour. I'm like, well, tell you what, I'm a college student. What if I charge him 40 an hour? She's like, tell you what, what if you charge him 30 an hour and then he'll give you 10 extra bucks for travel? I'm like, yeah, that works. And so, okay, that was, you know, so she could justify it. She got permission from the dad that was paying me. Yeah. And I was driving to Fort Atkinson High School a couple times a week to go tutor this kid. But every time I remember pulling into the high school parking lot and then I would take my CDs and like stuff them underneath. Oh, to hide it? 
Well, I remember specifically my NSYNC no strings attached CD. Oh, yes. Of course. Oh, yeah, okay, okay. Justin Timberlake. Holy, I was like, well, I can't have that just laying out. This high school kid who's like, you know, I'm pretty sure he was a mix of like, you know, Twisted Sister. Yeah, Death like, Metal. Like, yeah, a mix of like Death Metal, Big Hair Rock, and like Eagles. Yeah. I mean, that yeah. was this kid. And I was like, okay, I'm just going to take my like pop CDs and shove them underneath the, the passenger seat. And at one point, he found one. Like, he was like, what's that? He brings out, he's like, that's my this? girlfriend's. That's exactly what I did. <laughs> I'm like, that's ah, my fiance's. You know, she's probably she's into like, it. She's Not a fan. Me. Bye yeah, bye yeah. bye. When he left, did you be like, bye bye bye? Yeah, yeah. I, <laughs> probably. Wait, did, didn't they do this? Bye bye. Like, wasn't that in the video? That was in the video. Yeah. Yes. But I remember like hiding, hiding yes. the, that CD case. I'm like, I can't let him see that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, that's fine. Oh, the good old days. All right, Gregory, if you can, um, I'm going to leave us with a thought. And then if you can take us out. And after you say don't, after you say your tagline, if you could just let the rest of the uh, podcast go to the rest of, uh, what was his name from Polyjamory? Mingo Fishtrap. Yeah, we'll just fade out. Let Mingo fade us out. Here's a thought for you guys. Okay. If you get punched in the arm and it hurts, are you strong? Or are you weak? Take care. Greg, take us out. Okay. Well, welcome to the holiday season. And I say the holiday season because even though Thanksgiving is two weeks away, deer hunting season starts here in Wisconsin, which means a lot of the men are going into the woods. A lot of the women too, but I think it's still mostly the men. A lot of broke back Uh, mountain shit going on, I'm sure. I wasn't going to go there with it, but uh, (laughs) I was just going to say when you're out there and you see the blaze orange and you know, someone's close to your stand and blah, 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 blah. Just don't be a douche. There you go. For the Greg, this is Johnny saying, Mingo, take us out. Have fun, everybody. Take care. Have a good week. That's your cue, Greg. Is it not playing? It's not playing. Anytime, <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, give me a minute. Just give me a minute. Yeah, yeah we're here all day. Yeah, yeah, I know, I know. We'll just uh, hang out.